1: Welcome back to Don V Friday's back in the building the 100th we finally made it the 100th episode of Stravaganza. we got drift in the building how you living my boy
0: I'm doing great man it's it's awesome to be here for the 100th uh, we're gonna have a fucking awesome episode kicking off ready for the season coming up soon
1: the 100th episode can't wait till we reach episode 200. We're gonna probably be doing it even big. We could probably gonna be doing it big by then, but oh yeah. A hundred episodes deep before we get into the podcast. Um I started I started Don V Friday started as a little YouTube web series I was doing. I, I think I said it on here a million times. I did YouTube before I ever did a podcast. I did YouTube before I even did Twitter, and um I used to make videos. Um and pretty much recap games and preview games and basically do what I do, best talk shit. And um I had got inactive. I had got inactive on YouTube for a little while. It was the off season. And um I came up with this idea to just make videos, period. Where I wouldn't even talk about Virginia Tech. Sometimes I would, sometimes I didn't. I would just talk about. Other sports or whatever, and um, I called it Don V Fridays because I would put it out every Friday, and um, I I got tired of getting on camera and things like that. So when when everybody started podcasting, I thought shit, fuck it, let me get a podcast, and I just carried the name over. So that's why how Don V Fridays was born. Um, a hundred episodes in. A word of advice to all upcoming podcasters, up-and-coming podcasters, people that's thinking about starting a podcast. Let me me say it for you. You have to stick with it. You got to keep putting it out. Your first 30 episodes, your first 50 episodes might be shit. Nobody might not care about it. You have to keep grinding. A lot of people like like the idea of a podcast because they see the best podcast. They see the Joe Budden podcast, Joe Rogan podcast, whatever your favorite podcast is. They see that and that is the that's the pinnacle. And they think, okay, if I do this shit for a couple of weeks, I should be No, 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 no. Even them people had to start somewhere. Joe Rogan been a celebrity for 35 fucking years. Joe Rogan was eating roaches on fear factor when I was in high school and I'm old as shit. So what I'm saying is you have, if you're a, a regular person like us, you have to keep grinding. Nobody knows you. Nobody gives a fuck about you. It's your job as a podcaster to continue to work, grind and give your, and give your uh personality to the people. So they can gravitate towards you and your takes and who you are as a person. And one more word of advice before we start, really start. Use social media. Like I just said, nobody knows you or gives a fuck about you. So everybody, you're competing for everybody's time. Everybody got 50 podcasts. they like, everybody likes to watch YouTube videos. Everybody loves to listen to music. You are not entitled to nobody's time, my boy. So you got to find ways to stand out, stand, you know, set yourself apart. Don't try to sound like other podcasts. Don't try to do what other podcasts do. Do you and give yourself and be truthful. Don't get on there and lie. Don't get on there and cap people because because. Nothing will turn you people off your podcast is when people start find out you frauding, you faking, you lying, and you, you telling other people's stories and shit like that. So, 100 episodes of Don V Fridays. Hopefully 100 more.
0: Oh, yeah. And let me just put this out there real quick that Don has – you've done a fucking awesome job of doing everything. Every single thing that you just listed, you've done well. The social media stuff, absolutely killing that. I mean that's how I got involved in the first place. Even before I listened to the podcast or anything, I found uh, Don V on Twitter, and I just was interacting with him. I liked his takes, all the shit that he was saying. I hadn't even listened to the podcast, and I would see him start you know, promoting his podcast and – Eventually started listening, and that's kind of what drew me in in the first place. And I would have never known that if I wasn't on Twitter, if I wasn't seeing what he said. So it's a huge point uh, to to be active on social media and be yourself too, because that's what drew me to this and to to what he says. He he's so on, he's so real with what he says. He means everything that he says, and um, that's that's the best advice you can give anybody that's starting a podcast.
1: Yeah, yes, you got. You gotta be real. The thing about podcasting is most podcasts, not all especially especially when you get outside of the sports realm is a lot of podcasts spend the whole podcast talking about other people, talking about who fucking who talking about who who did what who killed who who stole from who people and people gonna be entertained by the tea and the bullshit, but you gotta give. Your life too. You got to say, okay, this person did this, but shit, I used to do that too, or I still do it, or I've done it, or here's how I relate. You got to, you can't just sit up here and speak on other people's sins. You got to get your own shit and and give a piece of who you are. That's just my my advice to all the up and coming podcasters, all the up and coming content creators. That um, you gotta be real. You got to give yourself to the people. Speaking of giving shit away. It's the 100th episode. Today, we have the results of the Don V Friday's Cash App giveaway. Now, before I announce the one winner, I'm disappointed in all you motherfuckers. Because y'all had, shit, a month? I'm very yeah, disappointed. Y'all motherfuckers had like a month or even more to uh follow me, follow Drift. One quote from me, one quote from Drift, and have Cash App, and you dirty sons of bitches, except for one person, failed to fail to capitalize on free money in the pandemic. So uh at VT Joe Rogers is the winner of the uh Cash App giveaway, the Don V Fridays Cash App giveaway. Um he is walking away with first place. If, if he's he's walking away with first, second, and third place, he <laughs> wins the Cash App giveaway. Um, let me read off his quotes. Um, he he went up against nobody, so he wins by default. He uh he the motherfucker that ran for mayor in a town with like five other people and nobody else ran, so he gets to be the mayor. He's the mayor of Dunvee Fridays at VT Joe Rogers. At VT underscore Joe Rogers underscore 38, he quoted me. He said, not every player a make-a-wish player. And that's something I said, I think, two episodes ago when I was talking about uh, three-star players. And just because they three-star, it don't mean they're trash. It just means they probably just need a little bit more development. And when he quoted Drift, he said, Fuller is from the 757. I believe that's a misquote. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little bit
0: of a misquote. He have he had the context right. That was from my first uh, time on the podcast. What I was saying was uh, we were talking about who would be a good face card in the seven five seven, and I immediately just jumped to like a player that could talk and that people would know and respect. And I didn't even think twice about whether they were from seven five seven or not. So I went with Fuller. And I just said that without even thinking twice. And now that's. Uh, and, and if I'm I not have, mistaken, uh, and I haven't
1: listened back. I haven't listened back to that episode. It was formed in a question. It wasn't like you straight flat out just said Kyle Fuller from the 757. I re- I re- I got a pretty decent memory. I remember you asking it in the form of a question. Like Fuller from the 757, right? He forgot to write. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs>
0: I'll take it. I'll take it. I deserve it. I'll take it. Go run for it. It was I a question, t- but it yeah. was a
1: question. I mean, the Fuller family is all from Maryland. Um, they're not 757, but they're welcome anytime. They're welcome anytime. But at VT underscore Joe Rogers underscore 38, you are the mayor of Don V Fridays. Uh I'll be contacting you soon with it with the Cash App information, sir. My good sir, if you DM me talking about Zelle, talking about PayPal, talking about uh, Venmo, any other, any other Apple Pay, Google Pay, or Carrier Pigeon, or any other way to exchange money, if you want me to write you a check, you will be promptly blocked, and you will go from mayor of Don V. Fridays to in the city jail, on V Fridays, um, but shout salute to you at VT Joe Rogers. underscore. Good dude, by the way. Good dude, by the way. He he's in TP two, interacts, goes hard. Uh, be out there on motherfuckers' throats on the timeline. We see you. We salute you. Anything you want to add, Drew?
0: Yeah, shout out Joe Rogers. Thanks for always uh being like the one person that'll like my tweet if nobody else does. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you're ever in Detroit. Oh. <laughs> Let me know if you're in Detroit. We'll go out to a bar or
1: something. Didn't that motherfucker win the national championship? did he beat Coach Doug's or something? Ain't oh, that, oh, yeah. Uh, they, yeah, yeah. Ain't yeah. They, like, That's how it started. The
0: thing. That's how started. <laughs> he beat during Coach the, during the Yeah, during the early days of the pandemic. when all yeah. those bar dudes were on Twitch playing uh, NCAA.
1: Yeah, and Joe Rogers, a hero, emerged and helped, v- helped Virginia Tech capture a national championship in something so if if we ain't recognized for shit we won a national championship on somebody's twitch so when you see when you see Ev, when you see joe rogers on the timeline you should cash app him your damn self get him a beer or some shit because uh without him shit real shit we was low-key virginia tech was kind of relevant for a day off that shit i was shocked. oh yeah yeah, was. I was trying, like I was like, these bar stool niggas got clout like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big cat. I, I think it was Big Cat that was playing. Yeah, one of the motherfuckers I said, these motherfuckers got clout. That <laughs> they had so much clout that they gave us clout. It was fans on the timeline, Virginia Tech fans, at in the VT I mean the Hokie's FB account, like mm-hmm. they're doing this. What are y'all doing? That shit had me crying. bro. Like, I'm pretty
0: sure the the VT account, like the actual Twitter account, tweeted at the barstool account. Yeah, they acknowledged it, but for
1: like yeah. a couple of hours, they didn't. Mm-hmm. And people was, you know, Virginia, you know, hokey Twitter. Like everything is a bloodbath. So yeah, and it was Pete Morris. That's when Pete Morris was running shit. Pete, you stupid fuck! You need to capitalize on this. <laughs> And Pete Morris probably had to take his fucking heart medicine and some bullshit, old lad. Shout out to Pete Morris, bro. I don't want no problems with you, bro. I mean, you posted that trash ass July Fourth plate where this nigga was eating like a overcooked baked potatoes, some potato chips, and a pickle. That was the most trash Fourth of July plate. But shout out to Pete Morris, man. If you listen to this, we salute you, bro. I never asked for you to get fired, my boy. I never go through my tweets. I never said, Fire Pete Boris, bro. You're a legend. You just don't know how to tweet. And it's all good. But they was on your ass that night, my boy. <laughs> they was on Pete Boris' ass. <laughs> what the fuck was Pete Boris eating? He had ketchup and mustard on. That shit was like a sweet potato or a baked potato. It was
0: honestly Either so was- bad that I thought it was like a joke.
1: It looked like it's a joke. Like, it's a flag on the play. Um,. Flag on the plate. Pete Morris has been ejected off the timeline for targeting because I don't know what the (laughs) fuck that bullshit was. He was eating. (laughs) But let's talk recruiting. Virginia Tech picked up a couple of commits. Um, Rashad Purnell, who was. It was a lot of momentum of him headed our way. You know, yeah. for a couple of weeks, it was a lot of momentum headed our way for a couple of weeks now. Kid out to seven five seven, and um, I'm I'm here for all seven five seven or Virginia recruits, especially ones that can help bring more kids in. Yep. Xavier Highland Chaplin, Hi- oh oh Highland Springs, I'm tripping now. I'm doing the shit <laughs> now. I I'm just- doing it eight oh four. <laughs> My bad, my listen to all my Highland Springs people, y'all are allowed to fuck me up over that. Highland Springs, my bad. 804, not seven five seven. But I'm all eight oh four. Um, we, we want the Highland Springs. I said I think I said it. Um, if we go to Highland yeah. Springs every year and say, Give me your best three, and go to Oscar Smith and say, Give me your best three and Bayside and mm-hmm. you know the top. Virginia schools, we'd be cooking with some real gays. Um hitting nice. those schools up. Even if you go to Salem, that's over there and I think five four oh and say give me your best one or two. Mm-hmm. Not, not them twins, but you know <laughs> but you know, give me your best. Right. Even if it's your best one. Um and that's then you important. can really get a real you can get a real VA to V T movement going. Um and not this what they got going on over there right uh, any 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 other comments on Rashad pernail yeah I mean like you like you're
0: saying about you know eight o four and Highland Springs and these other top these other top schools you I mean I had a Twitter thread going on today. we talked about this a lot. we talked about this last podcast too, a little bit, but these guys know each other like and you can't just jump to the top player whenever there's a top player at one of these schools and hey, come to Virginia Tech when they're getting offers from. Bama, Penn State, Clemson, whatever. You need to have these guys like you need to have the mid level guys that are, you know, the eighty five, eighty sixes from the or even maybe even eighty four. I would even stoop to eighty three. As long as the Virginia guys get the Virginia guys here, they are friends with these other dudes. And no, that does not mean you are guaranteed to get the best recruits, but it helps. It does not hurt. It helps. So I like seeing I like seeing Purnell in there. Um and like we got last week with Moisten, um, right? And Lamar Law. I mean, these are the guys that know people that people know in Virginia, not random dudes like Jackson LaHue out in Texas with a bunch of fucking offers to schools that I don't even like. I don't even think he has a single Power Five offer outside
1: of Virginia. Yeah, like he had like Yale and shit.
0: Yale and Princeton and Harvard. Like he's probably smart, but he's not. Nobody knows him from Virginia. Like build continuity within the classes. Have these guys know each other. You're not gonna hit on every top recruit, but it'll help you get these top recruits. So I like I like I seeing this recruit. And we talked about it last time. I was hoping that they would pull him, and they did. So hopefully Friday is another big one with with Ramon Brown coming up. Friday at five he commits. Uh, it will be hell on VT Twitter if he goes to uh, South Carolina. South though. Carolina.
1: So. It would definitely be hell on earth. Um, Ramon Brown. Last time I checked, I think his top five was West Virginia, Penn State, Virginia Tech, South Carolina, and I think Maryland. And yeah. Penn State picked up a running back. West Virginia picked up a running back. We've been tweeting Razor Ramon Gifts or. Hokie Twitter been tweeting Razor Ramon gifts for the last three weeks. If we was to swing and miss on Ramon Brown, I'm not gonna tweet, but I'm gonna damn sure be on the app all day because that shit gonna be hilarious. That's gonna be a funny ass Royal Rumble. But um I think we in good shape for Ramon Brown. it, yeah. it ain't like the motherfucker can't play. He definitely gets some burn early. hmm Exactly. And those are the
0: type of kids you need to get with in. And getting these other guys we've gotten from the area helps
1: get him. Right. We also picked up Xavier Chaplin, a relative unknown as far as in our in our minds, but I, I feel like we say this shit every podcast. If you don't know nothing about him, at least they big, at least he big. He's like this motherfucker's a mammoth size, massive six foot seven or some crazy shit. Um three seventy um if anything they can put him out there and say just be big i i, I can't imagine i can't imagine him uh being able to move um cuz think about the ACC the ACC has always been a good pass rush college i mean pass rush conference um i could see him getting blown past 80 million times but, maybe he, you know, two, three years, they get him in the weight program, they can make him into something. Right. It's, it's, a gotta, devel- it's a developmental pickup.
0: He's definitely got to slim down a little bit, that's for sure.
1: Hell yeah. And cool. last but not least, we picked up uh, Tucker Holloway. Um, Tucker Holloway uh, was, is a wide receiver. Um a kid that he wasn't on my radar either. Honestly, outside of Pernell, Pernell was the only one that, that was on my radar who I knew about prior to him committing. Is there any news on Tucker Holloway that we should be aware of?
0: I don't really think any
1: news, uh,
0: other than like he's probably the only speed guy in this class. I mean, right. he's he is pretty fast. Like I I said last podcast, I even might have tweeted this out a little bit, but like there's like before he committed, there was like absolutely zero speed in this class. There was nobody who could take the ball and do something with it, or even get open in in space. Um, so I mean that there's that. That's at least
1: some sort of plus there. Um, but yeah. yeah, we there's always some trait. I'll yeah. give the staff that credit. They always they they at least trying to find. Give me one trait. Give me right. something, even the if you unknown. Really, the only like takeaway, and I and I found this
0: today. The only takeaway from the from the Holloway things like. There's a wide receiver from Highland Springs um, who we haven't offered yet. Uh, I think his name is Kwanye. I forget his last name. I can look him up right now. But uh, he has, like, nine offers, mostly Power 5 schools. I think Virginia offered him, too. He's, like, an 85. Um, And I'm just really confused on why we haven't offered him, especially if we're looking at, uh, like, Highland Springs players in general. Um, I think we should be targeting him. So uh, I'd like to see them – In the future, prioritize the Highland Springs guy over maybe the guy from North Carolina who has, like, three offers. Um, But he's fast. He can move. uh, His tape's not bad at all. So it's a decent pickup. Most of these guys in the class probably won't end up playing a whole ton because we know this staff likes to load the roster with transfers and shit like that. But it's not a bad pickup. The class is looking good right now. And also, I don't think we mentioned uh, Xavier Chaplin. He just got rated today as like an 86. So I think that was higher than most people thought he would get rated.
1: And, and of course, as we – as this cycle moves along and, and chugs along, a lot of guys will be getting, you know, bumps and knocks because the 2020, 2020 was so fucked up as far as scouting and shit. So we still learning about these guys on the fly, especially the the out-of-state prospects and the guys who – because the thing about Fuente and them is they kind of sc- scour for gems. I believe when they were talking about Xavier Chaplin, I-, I believe the term stealth mode was used because yeah. they were saying that they snuck in and got Xavier Chaplin before Clemson figured it out or something. Yeah, Trust something and believe Hunt. you me. If Clemson wanted him, but whatever. Yeah,
0: if Clemson came calling, I, th- I, think, he's, I think he's gone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they I was there was terms used like Clemson was about to and Georgia was about to, but we snuck in like a thief in the night. I'm like, hold up now, if this kid is you know that guy, we got a lot yeah. of a got we got a hell of a lot of motherfucking cycle left. Uh, right. We ain't I think, stole them just yet.
0: Yeah, I think the only time you can say we stole them is on like national signing day. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, put the pen to the paper. Like if, if Clemson comes out this year and scouts one of his games, and, hey, here's a scholarship. Like I think he's gone, maybe. But right. You know, it's not like we came under. It's not like a, like a national signing day, flip or whatever that we yeah. we got him. So we pulled pull of off
1: the robbery. I think I think it was just an unknown kid, and we was there first. Mm-hmm. But um, but shout outs to uh, Xavier Chaplin, Tucker Holloway, Rashard Purnell. We'll be uh. Waiting on Ramon Brown's commitment. If that man is up at South Carolina. Whew. Oh man. Man, can you imagine what Shane Beamer gonna tweet?
0: Oh my god. He Smoke might Welcome Home this, or some he, might, shit. he might even just tweet this is home.
1: <laughs> oh man, that is gonna be that's gonna be the day where Hokey Twitter like finally says, you know what, Shane, fuck you. Yeah. And that's when that's when his shit gonna fly. And um like I said, I won't be participating in the bloodbath. I'm gonna just be watching.
0: Yeah, no, that that'll be a bad day if he goes there. So, hoping that doesn't happen because I I did say that you know for this class to really start heading the in, in the in the really positive direction, they're gonna need him and they're gonna need uh Givens down the road. So,
1: right, we're also waiting on Gunner Givens now. We are one week removed from july 1st um where players player likeness image names they are allowed to sign certain sponsorship deals and make make change off their name it's been a lot of bags exchanged out in the open i think american top team or something like that uh, um with mma fighters train in miami the, uh, the team has pledged, I think, $256,000 to the University of Miami, which divvies up to like $6,000 per player. That shit caused a small stir on Twitter because, God forbid, players from Miami making free money, that scares people. Um, other, I think other, deals have been, uh, other deals have been secured. Our own Trey Turner secured a couple bags. Um, shout outs to him. Um any any other deals you seen, uh notable deals or
0: I mean comments in, in general. In terms of some, some notable uh in terms of like Virginia Tech, obviously like some of the funny ones were some of the tweets that came out, some of the sponsored tweets, those were pretty good. Uh we talked earlier before the show about Kayvon Thibodeau getting a million, a couple million dollars. Uh that's huge. I mean he's one of the best like players. Yeah, he's obviously playing for Oregon, and he's going to be a top five pick in the draft, so I I could see that coming. Um, but it, going back to that that discussion about Miami, I think that's that's important because a lot of people on were talking about how it's like bad for football, or they think that it's going to like propel Miami into this like elite status. Um, All right, I'm going to ask you what you think after this, but my my initial thoughts were I don't think this is going to do uh absolute ton for Miami, but they're kind of in the same tier where they're all they've always been like a step behind uh the other big schools. And I think in terms of like Florida State and Clemson historically in the ACC, uh I think this kind of levels them out with Florida State and might even give them the edge. Uh we talked a little bit a little bit about this on Twitter, but just because Miami is a better market than Tallahassee, I could see that being a thing, but I think that's as far as it goes. I don't think there's anything astronomical or crazy about this deal. So people were concerned way too much. I think I saw like too many tweets about this is going to be bad for football. And I I just don't think that's true. But what do you think?
1: I think them people got PTSD from the old Miami and the thought of the new Miami, which none of these people like there's no old Miami vibes. Coming out of what they got going on in Coral Gables, they they at best can be a decent team. They can definitely beat Virginia Tech, but on the on the grand scheme, on the big picture, Miami is not that sleeping demon. Uh, they haven't recruited on that level to become that. And just because their third left tackle is going to get six thousand dollars, six thousand fucking dollars, how many months work? Like, when you got $6,000, man. That's a couple hundred dollars a month. Like, people freaking out. Oh, my God, this is going to kill the game. And it's from Oklahoma fans. And, like, <laughs> I'm old enough to remember. Oklahoma was paying motherfuckers using a car dealership. Rhett Bomar, mm-hmm. Rhett Bomar was getting paid at a Norman, Oklahoma car dealership. He was getting paid, like, a commission salary. This motherfucker never used to report to work. Obviously, his job was to play quarterback for Oklahoma. But he he was on payroll at a car dealership. So, spare the whole, this is going to kill the game. All because Miami and people are so afraid of what Miami used to be in the 80s and the early 90s that I think the idea of, that rising up again strikes fear in a lot of people's hearts. Cause I don't even think people really even Twitter jokes about Nick Saban in the in the car dealership, in the in the Mercedes-Benz dealership, and the every motherfucker player in Alabama got a, a charge a Hellcat or a G-Wagon or some shit. And we all okay, yeah, that's Nick Saban, that's Bama. But it's something about Miami that just brings out the Slick dog whistle. Racism. I hate to say the word because I'm not a person that cracks <laughs> racism, but it's like it's not racism, but it's like that slick dog whistle. This is horrible for the game. Like I remember when 2017, when Miami had the turnover chain and just some of the it's, it's, it's gentrified now. Everybody does it. Everybody got turnover props and shit. But it was something about them putting that chain on that just used to the fuck out of, like, older white fans. Oh, yeah. Um. Now it's like, okay, that's their thing. And Miami didn't – it didn't ascend. Like, it was big that year, and they were good that year. I think they lost two or three games. They beat the shit out of Virginia Tech on a big stage. They beat Notre Dame on a big stage. But they kind of fizzled out so it was like okay yeah. the chain didn't give them superpowers I think people was afraid that the chain was giving them powers <laughs> and it was young dudes they were putting this chain on and they were stunting and I think people was getting scared again right. and every year they have a new iteration of the chain they switch it up every year and shit but Miami been, they haven't reached even that 2017 form but there is an underlying fear of Miami amongst like college football fans. Do um,
0: you think it has something to do with as well, like the the city being like,
1: uh, oh yeah, a a popping a, pop, pop. a popping poppin right. city that everybody wants to vacation at and go to, right? And being at it's location in South Florida, everybody knows South Florida is one of the best hotbeds for talent. Even though Miami's in the same boat like Virginia Tech, they don't keep those kids either. A lot no. of those South Florida kids end up at Bama and Clemson, um, in mm. Georgia. But
0: yeah, Jerry Judy was one of them.
1: Jerry, oh the list goes on and on. Um, even Ohio's, Boy. even Ohio State with the Bosa brothers. Yeah. Um, it, the list goes on and on. I think Khalil Herbert from like Plant Florida or some shit. Mm. Like oh, I want to say plantation. Uh, I'm not going to say it. Plant City, Florida, or some shit, and he ended up at Kansas and Virginia Tech. Uh, Miami is struggling to keep a lot of those kids in South Florida, thank God. So, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, NIL is not going to change nothing. Arkansas State is going to recruit the same way they did before NIL. Um, NIL is just going to help The schools where they got big money, but maybe just they struggle. So Oklahoma State got T-Boom Pickens and some shit. He's supposed to be rich as fuck. Now he can be able to drop bags. Maybe he can steal off Oklahoma Plate a player or two. Not the whole class, but maybe now t Boone Pickens can drop some bags. Jerry Jones, who is a fucking human skeleton, is very rich. Obviously, he went to Arkansas. He's a big Arkansas booster. Now he's probably going to drop some bags, sponsorships, AT&T sponsorships to mm-hmm. keep some of them Arkansas players. Or, you know, he's, a, he's in Dallas, Texas. He's always in Texas. So maybe he can get some of them Texas kids to go to Arkansas for AT&T sponsorship. Uh, shit like that. You know, maybe famous celebrities. Um, I know LeBron James from Akron. Maybe he yeah. can do some funny LeBron James sponsorship for Akron. Uh, That's
0: McConaughey for uh,
1: Texas. Now, when they come to Texas, now them motherfuckers they they got the richest they got the richest fans. The period. Richest, yeah. mm-hmm. That's probably the richest fan base out of all fan bases. So it's definitely gonna be bad opportunity. But I think it's gonna be the same because Texas always you know, flex their money and was able to get whatever coach they wanted and right. things like that. So with it out in the open, it just – I think it makes it better, honestly. It does.
0: I, I think it does. I think it makes it more level. Because honestly, yeah. like, almost every school has has rich fans, has somebody who graduated that owns a company that's wealthy and likes football. I mean, that's that's universal. So I think it's just going to make it more even. I mean, more more teams are going to be able to have money to – to give in general. So I think it's going to level the playing field out more than it does hurt the playing field.
1: Yeah. Because like, just like, just like we said, the, it's, it's not about the Bammers and all them, because of course they're going to do, they're going to continue to get what they get. But when you got a Arkansas being able to peel some off, Oklahoma state can peel some off. Shit. USC is in LA and UCLA is in LA. You, You got all kinds of marketing opportunities out there. So, and Oregon, Nike money. So, I think it's going to bring more – I think it's going to bring more teams to the forefront. Instead of college football being four and a half teams every year, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Bama, Clemson, and it's always like a half a team that don't really belong, a Notre Dame, a Georgia, Georgia, uh, sometimes uh, Texas or somebody, you know, or maybe a third SEC school. Florida when they're good. Oh Florida, but I think with this we might get a legit eight, nine, ten strong teams a year. Maybe the playoff might mean something with yeah. NIL and the, the 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 talent pool not just all funneling
0: to four schools. And especially if they're if they're moving the the playoff to a twelve team format, which I think they're voting on pretty soon. Uh, if if it comes to that, where there is like ten good teams, I mean that's going to be so much better for college football to watch a twelve team playoff than a four team, and there's actually good football there.
1: Hell yeah! Especially the, like, especially if the the twelve team is always going to be sorry, the tenth team is always going to be sorry. But if we can get a strong eight. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I You're am strong here six for, or for seven. it. Yeah, strong six or seven, and even in a loss, if two if two strong teams go at it, and the eighth team just didn't just didn't have enough to you know win it all, they probably can still take their Rose Bowl trophy or whatever playoff game they won and be like, look, we accomplished something. Right. <laughs> we we did we did something because because people gonna look at Notre Dame from last year. Everybody looks at the fourth team like you didn't belong here, like Notre Dame, that Michigan State team from like 2015, Oklahoma
0: uh, team that got blown out by LSU, that
1: Oklahoma team that got ran off the field, that uh, Washington, that Washington team that got their ass cooked by Bama. Maybe, the, maybe the eighth best team will feel like, look, we was a good team, and we won a, we won a playoff game. We didn't win it all, but. It don't feel like a complete failure, like right. how it kind of feels sometimes with them fourth teams. But shout out, shout out the name, image, likeness. It's been, it's been the wild west, but in a good way. Um, couple hokies picked up some bags. I think Hunter Couture, Hunter Couture and Storm Murphy got that, got that bar stool bag. Um, I, Trey Turner, like I think we brought up Trey Turner, picked up some bags. Um, uh, and it's a good thing. Yeah, always happy to see a black man making money. Shout out to Storm Murphy, black man making money. <laughs> I think the
0: barstool thing is funny though, because I'm pretty sure anybody who applies to that gets it, or like gets the the title or whatever. Because somebody that I knew posted that on their Snapchat or whatever that they applied, but they don't even play sports and they got it.
1: So I don't know how, I don't know how reputable yes. the barstool one is. Portnoy. Jeff Portnoy is just making it rain out here. <laughs> and you would think Jeff Portnoy is a person that was caught saying the N-word on camera. You would think he would give a couple of them bags <laughs> to the blacks. We I mean, hey, we ain't knocking nobody hustle. Shout out to all the white athletes that he gave a bag to. But a motherfucker caught on camera saying the N-word, you would think kind of some good pub, but you know. Yeah, you going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of money, man, what's up with Puff Daddy capping on Instagram? Talking about he knew he had to get rich and had to get himself out of that situation of being in the hood when he woke up and had 15 roaches on his face. That's some bullshit. There's
0: no fucking way there's 15. 15 might have been five. I'd say, what do you say, max five? I'd say maybe
1: five. This motherfucker ain't had a roach on his face. <laughs> 15 roaches. Look, man, I grew up, I grew up in the 90s. I grew up watching BET. And every Sunday on BET, there was no BET. They show infomercials of the starving kids in Africa all day. They play Bobby Jones gospel in the morning. And then they do sick, starving African children all day. These motherfuckers will have two or three flies, you know, flies on them, and they sick and hungry and shit. You never seen fifteen flies on a kid's face. Now you mean to tell me Sean P Diddy Combs up in Harlem had fifteen roaches on his face at once? Not a chance. Roaches don't even move like that. Roaches do not move in swarms. Roaches do not operate like ants. That's some ant shit. It ain't roach shit. Roaches move in twos, threes. They kind of even when roaches move in twos or threes, they do the tentacle shit, and then they keep they they spread out. Right. They, get, they I guess they give each other their orders for the day. Like we are gonna acquire whatever food <laughs> we can strap up, and then they get then they get to it. They don't hang out on motherfucker's faces. I don't give a fuck if your house is completely infested. I grew up with roaches. I grew I grew up with roaches and mice. I've never seen 15 roaches at one time. My grandmother Nine. in Miami is uh is like deathly afraid of roaches
0: and they have like a lot in Miami, but it, every time she finds one or kills one, it's always just one or two. It's never it's never more than like 3 or 4, maybe 5, never. Always just one or two.
1: Yeah, together. And you can have, listen, I done been in some houses that's roach infested. I, was, I ain't going to even say her name. I ain't going to put your name out there, mamas, because I'm moving back to the area and I want to get shot. But I was seeing this girl. I was seeing this girl, and she used to always want to come to my house. She was always want to come over, always want to come over. Whatever, I let her stay at my house with me for like a week. And you know we doing our thing, messing around, shit like that. But eventually, I'm like, you gotta go home. You can't like we're just friends, like we're kicking it, but we ain't an item, like, like you got my wife or nothing. So I take her, I take her to her house, and I walk this at her. It, it was her mama's house. It wasn't her house. And I walked this at that house, and I knew exactly why she always wanted to stay at my house. My it was roaches everywhere when i say roaches everywhere roaches everywhere roaches on the walls roaches in the kitchen roaches just like motherfuckers got so many roaches that they just part of the family they just like people don't kill them like motherfuckers in there just living life oh hey <laughs> and and it, all of this is normal it like I'm in that house uncomfortable. Like, my skin is crawling. Because I've never seen... And they weren't in 15s. But roaches everywhere. Everywhere, though. I, I just kind of stood. I kind of introduced myself. And I went home. And I could, I could see why... Uh, I could see why Uh, she definitely wanted to stay around my house. And I don't want to... Well, fuck it! thank God for safe sex. That's all I'm <laughs> gonna say. Use safe sex kids use 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 condoms because your boy might not be here today and I went up and you, 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 you never know man you, you, you might hit a a egg a roach egg sack up in there or some shit you never <laughs> you, know man did
0: you invite her over ever again?
1: yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. What was I gonna, do? what was I gonna do? Stop fucking her? No. Oh, no. Nah, nah, nah. nah. We. I did. I. Just, you gotta shake your clothes out for you. When co- you come in business, I'll shake your shit. Uh. Uh. Get you. Get you, Get you. Check your purse. shake all that shit out before you come up in here. But uh, shout outs to her with your roach roach infested house having as. Hopefully you out that situation, my girl, because that shit was crazy. Don't ever put people in that situation. But, um, yeah. P. Diddy, you're lying, my boy. Even if, if P. Diddy must have been up in that bitch house. And I don't even think, still, 15 roaches. Come on, man. No. The shit ain't, the shit, shit is physically impossible. How big this nigga think his face is? Cool, <laughs> uh, anything you want to add to P. Diddy lying ass with uh, the cap, my boy? yeah i mean i just
0: thought it was kind of weird the whole the whole post in general like i don't really i never really like like those posts to begin with like the oh this happened to me like as a super fucking rich person and that just made me rich or something or made me want to be rich or actually rich like so many people are actually out here like Seriously struggling, and if they read that, like that's doing absolutely nothing for them. Like, nobody's gonna look at yeah. that post and like gain motivation. I think it's just stupid
1: in general. But... Yeah, there's a lot of motherfuckers in the hood right now with roaches crawling all over them. That is not about to draft them to riches, right? That's motherfuckers a fact, see this. start. Motherfuckers need to start saying what they did and, and what they because a lot of these come on, man. And then for Puff Daddy to say it, it. Uh, uh, Achieve all these riches on the backs of so many people that's either dead in jail or down bad is crazy. I mm-hmm. will quickly run down the list Notorious B.I.G. dead, Craig Mack dead, Black Rob dead, G. Depp doing like life. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, Listen, there's there, there's a place in hell. If there's a heaven in hell, Puff Daddy got him a a one-way ticket and <laughs> VIP seats. Um with the roaches he lied on, because that's crazy. And last but not least, before we get up out of here, one of these this wasn't even a black Twitter debate. This was a this was everybody telling one person, you are crazy. So this girl said that she was in a group chat and she argued with her group chat, which means they dragged her ass to hell and back because she said that if they bring out the bread, if you're eating in a restaurant and they bring out the bread, you're supposed to wait five minutes before you eat the bread because that's tacky to eat the bread that they bring out. And um, if you were so hungry that you would eat the bread you should have ate a pregame meal before going to the restaurant. This girl oh. got dragged to hell and back. She got ratioed to shit. Her poll did like over 200K votes, and it was like 3% agreed with her. I'm going like to I'ma ask the question. Yeah, it's, <laughs> some, it's some crazy shit. I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to ask the question. Is eating. The breadsticks at Olive Garden immediately or the Outback bread or wherever, the butter rolls, is that tacky if you eat it as soon as it come out? No, and that's because, like, whenever I go
0: to, like you say, like Olive Garden, I look forward to eating the breadsticks immediately. Like, I wait for the breadsticks to come. I'll look around to see when the breadsticks are coming just so I can eat the breadstick right away. It's the first thing i do. I don't even think twice about it. Like why would that why would that even be tacky? I don't even understand. Like, does that make me like dumb or like poor or some shit that I'm eating the food when it comes to the table because I'm hungry for the food? Like, that's why I went to the fucking restaurant, cause I'm hungry. I'm not gonna go to the restaurant, I'm not hungry. So uh,
1: So so you're not eating the pre
0: No, I'm not the
1: pre game meal. Fuck no.
0: I you're didn't understand that
1: part of that. Yeah, that's the that's point. Stupid like, stupid as hell. If 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 me and my friends or me and whoever have like dinner plans, I try not to eat. Like, yeah, okay because go like, oh, without to eat later. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I'm and I'm eating all the bread, and I'm asking for more bread, and I'm eating that bread, asking for more bread because it's free. I'm gonna eat as much bread as I possibly can. I'm getting free bread. Why the fuck would I not
1: eat the bread? Free bread, and 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 normally they kind of divvy up the bread according to your party. So, you know, if it's two people, they normally try to bring out three pieces of bread. Or if it's, you know, they try to right. bring out one or two more than, you know, whoever. But I, I've never been to a restaurant where they shorted people. Like it's five of y'all and they send out three breads. So it's not like you're fighting over the bread. Uh, right. Me personally, I'm a, um, my favorite bread of all time as far as all the places that bring you bread first red lobster the cheddar bay biscuits yes you think i'm gonna wait before i eat a cheddar i I want that motherfucker when it's hot (laughs) i want that motherfucker right listen i will get into a knife fight over cheddar bay biscuits She got me fucked up. If that's tacky, I'm the tackiest nigga. (laughs) When the Cheddar Bay Biscuits comes out, all bets are off. You you might have a fight up in there over these. Y'all ain't sent enough. It's six of us and y'all only sent seven. We want 17 Cheddar Bay Biscuits. (laughs) People take them shits home. Those are so good, they sell them at the store. Yeah, hey, they sell Bay biscuits. Or or you go to, uh, it was a place in, in Virginia, in in Hampton. It was called Quincy's, and they had the rolls, the butter rolls, and they used to come out with like this honey, like a honey butter spread. They was basically known for the rolls. People wouldn't even go out. I, I don't even tell you. I don't even know what else Quincy's used to fucking make everybody used to fuck them rolls up as soon as they came out Mm -hmm. what is this girl talking about see this is how i know that twitter isn't a real place and this chick can't be realistic because when them rolls come out people is ready to go to war over them shits yeah it's fucking boy, only on Twitter where there's proper bread and I'm not waiting five minutes to eat. What a, okay, what if you in a group and, and the Cheddar Bay biscuits comes out? It's three of y'all. They sent out four biscuits. And you waiting five minutes and now they all gone. Man, you look stupid as shit. You look like a dumb fuck, my lady. Like... The only time I'll ever hesitate.
0: When I'm eating bread, is like say they send out four, we have three people there, and we and everybody eats one, and then there's one left. Then I'll take a glance yeah. around, and I'll be like, all right, so like, how are we doing this before we I just eat the, before I eat the fuck out of it? Like, are we splitting it? Who doesn't want it? Like, that's and the me, only time and me personally,
1: it. I'm always the person that if I ate a bread, then you know what, y'all go ahead. I I, I normally even if I even if I want it. I'm normally the person that defers that last piece. Like, you know what? Because they about to bring some more anyway. So, yeah,
0: exactly. And it's free. Go
1: ahead. And it's free. So, look, y'all go ahead. Um, you did. Have you ever been to a
0: Golden Corral ever? I went like once in my life, but I was like 12. It's been a
1: long time. Okay, do you remember? Okay, you said you went once. Golden Corral used to have it that they put their rolls out every, like, 15 minutes. They didn't bring them to the table. They put them in the bread section. So they would put a tray of rolls. It used to be fucking knife fights (laughs) for the rolls, when the rolls would come out. People people would take their plate. People would send their kids to take a plate and bring rolls back. And I've seen adult women be ready to fuck kids up. Like, I, 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 you can't take all them. You can't take all them. You don't tell my son what to do. It's...
0: I actually do. Now that you say that, I actually do remember the uh the
1: rolls. Like it was in, like some the roles. section. He w- yeah. it, it, it it was a bail. He would ring the bail when the rolls would come out. Mm-hmm. And motherfuckers would be ready to sacrifice lives. Everybody was over there
0: watching, waiting for right.
1: it. Right. Right. Like 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 this shit is a supermarket sweep or some shit. <laughs> everybody waiting for the rolls to come out. And like people, would they, people would send their people would send kids. Like when he ring that bell, put like six rolls on his plate. It was a madness. Uh, th- that's what made the Golden Corral. For some reason I used to frequent Golden Corral back in my heathen days. I stayed up in that motherfucker. Something about buffets, but that's what made go to Corral switch to they bring your, ro- your your server brings your little basket of rolls to your table. Because I I would assume across the country there was a lot of bloodshed over that bell being rung. And they might
0: have even been losing money.
1: That too. Motherfuckers taking 17 rolls at a time. I would I would think so. <laughs> But that's it for Don V Fridays this week. No ads this week. Um, maybe next week we'll be back on the ads. But y'all can, y'all can. Yeah, hey, it's for the for the one
0: hundred special, no ads. You guys are welcome.
1: No ads, just like episode one was no ads. Uh, shout outs to one hundred episodes. Here's to one hundred more. Um, shout out, shout outs to all the uh shout to all the plates i seen on July 4th. Shout-out. I hope everybody had a blessed July 4th. Um, Pete Morris, my boy. Don't you ever your fucking life post a plate like that ever again. That shit was crazy. Anything left you got to say to the people?
0: Yeah, thank you, everybody, for, uh, you know, keep supporting us as we get get even closer to the season. But, uh, yeah, I hope you guys had a great 4th. And uh, God bless, as always.
1: Yes, yeah, sir. And, uh What was I about to say? I fucking blanked out. But it don't matter. Until next time. Episode 101. God bless.